Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Friends of Mine podcast, number four. Number four? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think we'd make it past number one. To number <gasps> Hold on, you had a go at me when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you? How's your week been? Um, yeah, not not too bad. I think I've had a... I think we, we spoke on WhatsApp, um, start of the week or middle of the week, had a sort of bad week in terms of like my mental health, not feeling particularly... Mm great but I do think that sort of entails a bit getting colder getting darker in the mornings I think it sort of comes sort of hand in hand with it um but then so far it's been quite you know quite a nice weekend we were out Friday night we did um when I watched uh, a band and then yesterday when I watched High and Play um so which was nice I need to give a Jeff, Ben, and uh, Ebo's Ebo, also known as Goals, a shout out because um, I said I would because they uh, <laughs> listened to all of them, so I started to give them a shout out. Um, and then yeah, just watched that Jake of a boxing event last night. Yeah, it wasn't the best, was it? Um, but this time next year, it could be Wayne against KSI. You, you never know. know. You never know. know. And I'd win, I think, after that. <laughs> I would I be could hugging be, him the whole time. I could be a ring girl. And, uh, <laughs> we'll do a tag team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about That's yourself? Good, good week? Um, yeah, it's been all right. I feel a little bit like the same as you. I think the cold weather, it has an effect. Like, I used to feel like I suffered from that um, seasonal affective disorder. But I think it, sometimes as well, it's just like it's just like a really nostalgic time to me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It just feels a bit... It just takes me back in my head into the past quite a bit in wintertime. I have no idea why. I just find that I, oh, I think that. about friends and family and that a lot more at wintertime. I suppose, like you say, it's because it's obviously near and on the end of the year. You start thinking, what have I done with the year? And... And thinking about family time and Christmas and yeah, so I think quite a bit of that really, about the same as you. Yeah, I think it's like scary just how quick this year is it's just disappearing. Like it doesn't feel like yesterday we were, you know, it was Christmas and all of a sudden it's mm. we're now halfway through October. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's just disappearing and I think just time just disappears, ain't it? You know? Yeah, it's been a really weird year as well, hasn't it? It's felt, I don't know, I don't know if you've mm. had that vibe, it's just felt like quite a strange year, 2023. The year's just sort of, for me personally, just rolled into one, I think, with like the wedding and then obviously I obviously like to find out Jay was pregnant, like it feels like it was only yesterday, I was like oh, 200 days to the wedding, that's loads of time mm. and then stag dude and that's been and gone the wedding's been and gone and then all of a sudden it's like shit it's you know nearly christmas again i love christmas yes you know you know i'm a bit like a buddy from elf <laughs> so um in that i do struggle with the dark and the cold i do like christmas i just like being having an excuse to being around all my friends mm. and my family to be honest with you yeah no, that's true yeah do you um sort of well it's not it's segue again segueing a bit into what we said we we're going to talk about about childhood and stuff but um i guess you find as well that as you get older the years seem to go a lot quicker yeah it's really scary i was thinking about that earlier like the t- like the last five years to me have absolutely flew by like yeah. literally it feels like it's gone by in a split second it's just when you realize that other people think you're old i was um so i went to watch high yesterday and i was warm at the goalkeeper and he asked, like, how are you? I said, oh, yeah, I went out, like, last night with my mate. I said, I felt a bit rough this morning. I didn't really drink that much Friday. 
Because uh, does it get harder as you get older? <laughs> cheeky bastard! I'm only thirty-one. But yes. But yeah, I know it does. Yeah, like one hundred percent, it does. Yeah, like that. Um, but yeah, that, that cut deep. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like cut deep. I bet. Yeah. No, it's just crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. It just seems to absolutely fly by as you get older, and then obviously, especially when you get sort of my age, mid thirties, you um start to really sort of think. Do you know what? Yeah. You know, I'm going to be approaching approaching old age soon. Yeah, it does. <laughs> There's people listening to this in their 50s, 60s going, what are you on about? Yeah. But, you know. I just think it's, um, yeah, I just they say the years just rattle by. It just, um, yeah, quicker than I care to think, really. Um, yeah. But no, looking forward to, I think at the start of this year, it was a, uh, I sort of wrote out a list of like this year I'm gonna I'm gonna read one book a month. Mm-hmm. And January I read a book and I don't think I've read one since. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get a new job. That's not happened. <laughs> um, and there was something else that I might even have it actually still. Oh, you saved. should find it. You should um, try and find it, man. On my. Uh, it would have been right at the start of the year. Thing is, everybody does that, don't they? I do it all the time. Like, I don't even just do it like New Year's. I like constantly leave notes myself. Like, make sure you do this in the next month or two. Make sure you start no, doing this. I don't think I've got it. Ah. Um. But no, I had all this. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and then. Uh, yeah, I haven't done anything I wanted no. to achieve. So I find it so weird. Like we always do it in the new year, don't we? The New Year's resolution. Yeah. It's just like it's something that I think even if you don't like write it down and really go into, you all still always think this is going to be the year I'm going to do this. And again, it goes back to what we said plenty of times on the podcast um, about like always thinking you're going to get somewhere. It's yeah. like you're never just happy where you are. It's like. Yeah, need and to I, get somewhere and I think that's sort of what I've tried to do I said this week just been mentally like a shit week not been feeling myself and almost what, like we said in the last, pod, the last podcast that overthinking like thinking that people have got an issue with me when they haven't I generally just think that comes down to what you touched on last week and what like lack of sleep and just lack mm. of because I've worked like I, up until Friday like 13 days on the spin and by the end of the week I was just fed up and grouchy and mm. and I don't think that that helps but now I've had the weekend just to sort of you know catch up on a bit of sleep mm. and do stuff that I enjoy rather than being at work I feel almost refreshed yeah, rejuvenated ready for another wonderful week for the company I work for because I love my job good okay. <laughs> I have a feeling you know the people from your job are starting to listen to this it sounds a bit different than no, that I, absolutely no, love I it. love the company I work mm. for um, but yeah we discussed that we were maybe going to start talking about like why like roughly when we think and how can I phrase this not that our mental health deteriorated I think that's the wrong way to look at it because I think Sometimes you're almost sort of born with a, a mm-hmm. lot of this, um, yeah, but yeah. You, what sort of what period do you feel like it really took a turn for the worse? Um, I'm not sure we've really touched on this in much detail before. Do you know roughly when yours was? Was it around the time of your mum passing? Do you think, or do you feel like there was? Um, I don't. I'll be yeah, probably. I mean, that would probably be the understandably. You know, the, the main. But I think I've always been quite. Um, like insecure and mm. quite 
I wear my heart on my sleeve. I think, mm. you know, I'm very uh, emotional friend. I think I've always been like that. Um, but yeah, I think that if if I was to, if I was to pinpoint it from sort of one moment, then yeah, that that would be where it started. Um, but even then, not that I ignored it because I was only I was only ten. But it probably wasn't until. I got with Joe so nearly ten years ago that you know, she sort of said to me, You need not you need to go and see someone, but you need to go and see someone or speak mm. to someone because you know, emotions you know, my temper usually was awful and yeah, so I, I suppose that was where it where it all started, you know, going back to it. and I never really addressed it. Um I tried cancelling a couple of times before I got with Joe, but sort of went for one session and then thought, this is shit, I'm paying someone to make me feel worse than mm. when I went in there. Um, so yeah, yeah. if, if, if I'd have put it, it would probably be then. there was. I think it's changed. I think where was, you know, I, I can talk about my mum now, you know, from when we first became mm. friends, I could even mention her about crying where I can have a conversation now and you know nine times out of ten unless I've had a drink I hold it together mm. um but I think in other ways I've almost got worse I think my overthinking has probably got worse, worse in the last I don't know two years it's probably got worse rather than better um which do you feel like there was a sort of turning point for that like a reason that that happened a catalyst to that or do you no, think it just, just no my, it sometimes has to tell I'm just me. my own worst enemy and I've done it quite a bit this week as well with you know it's like whatsapping people and them not replying and me straight away thinking oh, they've got an issue with mm. me and there's a problem and you know even like I say going back to like going to the football yesterday there was a couple of people who and I turned up and they were doing a warm up, so they didn't come straight over. And hey, mm. but also then I'm like, what's that a problem? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and almost that having to reassure myself, like, you're right, mate. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, what about you? What was uh? Um. So I think I think I was always a bit of a like in terms of like realizing that okay, I'm not like wasn't the happiest child considering how I should have been, I guess is the way to put it. Um, because obviously I had, you know, I had a good upbringing. Um, I really did. I had like a lot of friends back then. There wasn't the, I was allowed to go out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not like nowadays where a lot of parents are scared, like rightfully so. I mean, whether the crime rate has actually gone up or down, whatever we can, you can discuss that in some ways it's actually gone. It's a lot safer nowadays in theory, but, but in general, there's like a, a lot more, fear around but back then I was out all the time my friends you know I had a good family life but I always just felt a bit I always like thought about stuff a bit too much I always remember you know what I mean where most of my friends could let stuff go I'd sort of go home think about stuff get all down on myself and be you know just have this like I don't know almost like a massive list of things that happened when I was out playing that like yeah, I wanted yeah. to try and think about why did this happen why did this person say this to me why didn't this person want to play with me for too long why did they go home you know like yeah. it's really weird stuff so I think that's a little bit where I'm overthinking and maybe a bit of like the sort of uh, being down came in and then I think one of the biggest things for me in terms of anxiety and overthinking just something I haven't massively spoke about before um I have to like friends and I 
and stuff but and just and to like people new people i've met but um when i started i started basically having massive panic attacks um around the age of i'm really rubbish with ages and, and years but i think it would have been around between the age of like 18 21 sort of last year's my teenage years um and that was caused which might be a surprise to some people that don't know me very well by the fact that i used to um do quite a lot of substances back in the day that i shouldn't have done um i got into it when i was going through a bit of a rough patch with a girl at the time and one of my friends kind of um or ex-friends sort of slipped something in my drink um and then oh, you know, nice yeah and you know i confronted them about it when i saw it but you know at the end of the day i was feeling so shit i just thought sod it i'm gonna do it um and that coincided with me also taking a lot of um, prescription painkillers that i genuinely needed at the time and i started to take a little bit too much of them and the two combined like sort of made me start feeling good it made me forget about a lot of the crap that was going on and from there i went about two odd years um just pretty much abusing everything i could get my hands on really like it i would never say i had a physical addiction to them if that makes sense like i could you know if, if someone said right you can be locked in a room for two weeks without yeah. them like i would have survived <clears throat> but when i had nothing to do like when i wasn't really doing much it'd just be like i'm gonna go and okay, do this thing. um a lot of them were like legal highs but i was kind of just doing whatever my friends had at the time whatever i was offered it was quite bad and like i say um none of my family knew about it and still don't so it'd be quite a shock massive shock i think if anyone I hope they're not driving when they listen to this well, <laughs> it's, um, that's shock. the thing though it's like i i think it's because i went through it myself i don't ever look at people that have like addictions to anything with any sort of judgment anymore because i get it like say i don't ever think i was physically addicted but the mental addiction and, mm. and just being so just wanting the pain and thinking to stop so much and then you find something that does it of course you're just gonna yeah. want to keep taking it and it's a slippery slope but eventually i am um, so sorry yes i was saying i never i never really judge people about it, but at the same time i would absolutely hate my family to hear this and, and judge me for it because you know they sure. they think that all the mental disorders and all the shit i had going on after that was like nothing to do with that they thought it just kind of happened to me if you know what i mean that's brave of you to come out on and to drop it like obviously i know we we, we spoke about it before you were going to come on and you were unsure whether or not you were going mm. to to actually come on and to um yeah to to say that i mean do you think it do you think it helped in a positive way but also in a negative way as well so were the highs, I don't know, were the highs really high and then the lows really low? Yeah, and and the thing is as well, when you, when it's not even necessarily that the lows are low, but when you get that high, you just constantly want to be back up there. So it's not like, you're, you know, going up a ladder and then falling off a cliff. It's just like you go up the ladder and then when you're back on level ground, you're like, I want that again. It makes me feel, it just, it just, it's so hard to explain, I suppose, to people that, have like never done it obviously people that have got high even on like weed and stuff has the same effect or whatever but people that have like never done anything like that at all it's kind of hard to explain but i suppose it's similar to why people use alcohol it just for, yeah, for a while was, it just makes you stop and think and feel good i was just about to touch on that i mean we know i'm quite you know we've been quite open in chatting and it's probably only been sort of the last two or three months that i sort of realized that i've probably got a sort of an unhealthy relationship with alcohol mm. 
um, where you know I I can't I have been better and I've done it you know recently gone out and had one but I couldn't ever go out have one and then that's it or have two and that's it you know from we've been down spoons or at friends parties or whatever else and I can't just go have a couple of drinks have a laugh and mm. go home it was going to just get hammered yeah. um, whether that's six of us sat in the living room or four of us down spoons or whatever it was and that's probably only been very recently where I sort of whenever I drink I wake up really early in the morning which I thought would always be the opposite but I don't I always wake up like really early hours in the morning almost feeling like I've and I don't touch it but almost feeling like I've done a line of coke mm. and I'm buzzing and I and I feel like I could go run a marathon yeah. um, but then there's also that bit of oh my god you know mm. what did I say last night what did I do that first thing you do is check your phone to make sure you didn't talk any bullshit or message any bullshit yeah. and then well, I think that's something that I've realised recently is almost drinking just to forget about what, what you're worrying about but yeah. it doesn't so if, yeah for them two hours when I'm with my mates and I'm drinking and I'm pissed and I'm having a laugh it's brilliant but the next morning I mean fuck me I'll message you saying and I call it anxiety mm. and it gets worse so I'm now just, I'm just trying to be sensible. You know, we went out yeah. Friday. I had four, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And then yeah. went home. Whereas even two months ago, I'd have been 10 points. Yeah. It's bad. Like you say, the thing is, it never works. No. That's the thing. Like all these things that we do, like that to try and make ourselves forget about everything or like stop the overthinking it never works mm -hmm. it might like numb it for a little while and I do think it does at the time but like you say as soon as you, you're not addressing the issue that's the thing you're not right. addressing it that's what I found and mine um finishing off from what I was saying before I don't think I actually mentioned it but when I was doing all those um substances um it got to quite a bad place and eventually i remember we were at bill in aquadrome ca camping and i took so much stuff um and then one of my friends was like spraying some aerosol on a car and I'd, i've always had a little bit of health anxiety like um high, you could call me a hypochondriac because when i was younger i used to just like read medical books and like mm -hmm. then if i got like a bruise i'd be like oh my god like having too many bruises is a symptom of this like um but this one time, like, my friend was spraying some aerosol and I just remember it making my asthma feel a bit funny. And then because I was so absolutely off my head, I had, like, the world's biggest panic attack. But at the time, I actually thought I was, like, dying of, like, you know, an asthma attack or something. Yeah. Even though even though in reality, like, I'm shouting and stuff. So, you know, you know anyone that's had an asthma attack knows that the last thing you do in it. Um, and, yeah, I got my friend to take me to the hospital or to Key Doc at the time. And... Um, yeah, and they just said, you're having a panic attack, sent me home. But then I never believed it. And I suffered from panic attacks for three years. And I was having two or three a day where I thought I was dying. Like, genuinely thought I was dying two or three times a day. Of just various stuff, like whatever it was. If at the time I felt dizzy, it'd be like, oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. You know, it's all just stemmed from this. And then anyone that suffered from panic attack disorder, like, will know. But it's just such a vicious cycle yeah. because it's so hard to break it. I eventually did through um, some of the methods, like I've mentioned before, like... Um, 
and also a couple of like dramatic things happened in my life somehow reversed it you would have thought it'd make it worse but actually somehow reversed it oh, I suppose okay. gave me something else to think about yeah but yeah um like I say, I did the substances to try to forget about things and stop overthinking that actually caused me to have panic attack disorder, which um, thankfully I, I'm down to like, I maybe have one mild one every six months that I can like, and I can control it a lot better. I can sort of tell myself, you, you know, if you really think you're dying, go hospital. If not, just sit with this yeah. chest pain. Do you know what I mean? Where before any chest pain or anything, like that, I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. I phoned, I phoned for an ambulance <clears throat> a few times. Luckily they never came out because they knew what was going on, but... Yeah, yeah it's, scary. It's, um, it's scary. It is. I mean, I you know, I suffer. I mean, especially sort of last year with real bad panic attacks. Mm. Um, when I was, when I see so many. When I was doing the manager's role at work, and it's a lot of pressure. And I just think I realised that maybe I'm not cut out for that sort of mm. that sort of pressure. But it caused me, you know, to have the panic attacks and. Yeah, I know what it's like, but it's awful because you wake up and mine were, like you said, you know, the shortness of breath constantly, um, the chest pains, and then like, even like feeling like you're going to be sick, do you know mm. what I mean? Like almost oh, like yeah. dry, don't know if too much detail, but that's sort of like you need to be sick. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've had panic attacks as well and they're, they're horrible and, and it's just learning, you know, with CBT, they give you coping mechanisms, so... I can control them better now and I can almost feel when they're coming but yeah. I still do like right like a tight nose tight nine set yeah. in your chest um, but going back to what you were saying about with the substances and it giving you that high again very similar to you know almost when you I know I know a few people who are um, gambling addicts and they say it's the same thing and I, I, and I know from winning you know I do accumulate on a Saturday um, you know normally five ten quid nothing nothing drastic nothing compared to what it could be um, but they say it's that high you know the worst thing they've ever done was win that first bet mm-hmm. because they get that high of winning you know, even, even if it's only 200 quid 200 quid but say winning thousand pound and then they say it's permanently trying to chase that high again, trying to chase yeah. that high again. And that's why I've got a limit on, you know, my uh, betting account, I've got a limit. So I can only do, I think it's 40 quid a month I can do. And then, which is, you need it there because sometimes you can find yourself chasing it, you know. And, you know, I don't know, especially during COVID, when there I wasn't playing football, it's football on TV, you put a bet on. And at half time, the bet, is all dead, so you put another bet on, mm. and then you put a bet on the Sunday. And then before you realise that you've done like a hundred quid on or a Saturday afternoon sat at home. And I know from speaking to friends who are who had their issues with it, they said it's it's been a little bit like you said, it's the chasing the high all the time. Yeah, and the thing is as well is I don't think people realise but how much of that goes on in their heads and in their lives in general. Like people, when when you if you say. I don't know. I imagine maybe the title of this podcast might end up being addiction or something if, yeah. we, if we touch on enough. But let's just say people look at the title of this podcast and see addiction. I imagine the first things they're going to think of are maybe the big three. So it would be drugs, alcohol or gambling. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people realise like that same mechanism that drives people to want to do that. Like it can manifest in ways that seem quite innocent but it's really similar like food like we were talking about last time like people that just binge eat all the time yeah. like oh, i have that issue like it's the same thing you're chasing that that good feeling and and even like things that seem really good for you like 
uh, there's people out there that are addicted to running mm-hmm. and addicted to going to the gym. Yeah. It's like, like dr- they'll judge drug addicts massively think they're the scum of the earth and don't get me wrong obviously the things people do are a bit different yeah, yeah. i don't think you know people people that are addicted to going to the gym aren't probably going to go out to rob a house to feed that you know i get where some of the bias and prejudice comes from but it's kind of driven by that same thing where you just you found something that takes your mind off it makes you feel good the high mm-hmm. you know and then you're just always still trying to chase it or trying to get that a yeah. bit more you know I think even like even like everyday life I think I'll just say you can class it in a bit but I said about how I can never I always need to be doing mm. something mm. and I don't know whether or not that is trying to not even just trying to ignore I suppose more what I'm feeling if that makes sense yeah, yeah but again so, similar isn't it yeah you know, you're chasing I, something to make you stop feeling yeah, it you know, even like you know yesterday like I mean, all weekend I've not really stopped, you know, just been, because when I stop and I sit down, that's when mm. I overthink and I start worrying and start flicking through social media, which, you which know. Which can be a massive yeah, addiction. Yeah, of course it can. I, I mean, 100% I, believe that. 100%. I get a ping through sometimes on, like, on, on once a week, like your screen time last week, uh, and sometimes it's outrageous, some of the screen time that you have. You think... How? Like, how mm. have I had that much time? Um, so I think there's all sorts all sorts of addictions, you know. I think there is definitely a social media addiction. I think we are addicted to our phones. 99% of the population are addicted to our phones. 100%. I mean, they reckon... I mean, I don't really properly know the science behind it, so I might be wrong here, but they reckon that every time your phone pings or, like, vibrates or whatever, you do get, like, a hit of dopamine. Yeah. So it's like... You Which know, you can imagine, yeah. yeah it yeah. makes you any time you have a hit of dopamine when you do something because it's that reward center in your brain. It reinforces yeah. you to want to do the habit. So it's quite it's quite scary, really, isn't it? Have you found so? When was the last time you properly were using anything? Um, so, in terms of what you mean, do you mean like to get high or just? Yeah. did in general if yeah, so, so to when, the last time you were you used it to get high there was a period because I feel like you might remember it because I was quite bad when we went out for I think it was a New Year's do you remember it was actually uh, this was a thing as well like I had the panic attacks and I got over them but I still wasn't 100% careful with what I did do you know what I mean like there was a big period where after I had, uh, got over the panic attacks I was like, I'm not touching substances ever again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't throw out the massive panic disorder. I didn't touch anything. Because they kept sending me to therapy thinking I was a like drug addict. So that's what pissed me off. I'd sit in a room with them and I'd be like, and I'd want to talk about my panic attacks, how to get over. And they'd be like, right, let's talk about how we're going to get off the... So I've, I've stopped. Having three panic attacks a day makes you stop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't want yeah, yeah. that. Um, or it did with me anyway. There's probably people out there that wouldn't. But... Um, but there was a period quite after that where I started to be a bit stupid when when the doctors would give me... It's difficult because you when you go to doctors with a pain after you've been a bit silly with uh, substances before and um, prescribed ones as well, you um, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's, I suppose it's like an alcoholic being alcohol-free, uh, sober for like a couple of years and then 
a doctor saying, well, the only way you can sort of get rid of this pain you've got is to have this alcohol. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh God, but you know, don't have too much of it. Any sips, you know, you're going to be like, shit. So there was a period where I started when I needed sleeping pills when I was doing a bit too much of them. I was taking... You think of the song that you... Yeah, well, exactly. There's even a song made up about it because of... uh... (laughs) How do we know at the time? Yeah. We wouldn't have, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, and I was being stupid. Um... Because like I say, I remember there was one New Year's, I think we went SAS Club, I don't know if you remember it. Because um, I remember you lot bringing it up at the time, but I was absolutely out of it. But it was like, I didn't even really mean to that time, I think. I think we went out drinking and I hadn't realised that I took some more. Was that the before. night at the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Yeah, when we were sat in, well, man. Yeah, I think, I, mean, I think it was. I think it was that same night, yeah. <laughs> um, I remember now. Yeah, didn't he like throw muffins? Yeah, or something? blue muffins. We <laughs> sat and went to go out on New Year's Eve. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's like, um, so I still wasn't careful. I still was being a bit of an idiot. So every time I was given like, I don't know, something like codeine or whatever, I'd like do more than I should basically mm-hmm. with the purpose of getting a bit high. Like I'll, I'd lie to myself and say it was to help with the pain, but I knew what I was doing. And the thing is when you get, when you get prescribed stuff like that, like, you know, you can get it again. So there's a few periods where I'd go to the doctor and say, oh, I've got this going on. And, you know, um, eventually, I think because they knew about my past and saw how much I've gotten of some of it, they did eventually sort of say, you know, we're going to stop giving you these. We'll give you some, you know, milder ones. Yeah. Have some paracetamol, which is very helpful. But um, so honestly, I think that was maybe around the last time, whenever that was. I'm not sure. I want to Just say a few maybe, years ago, it, um, maybe seven, eight years ago. Is it over that temptation when you were feeding? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you didn't even have to say yeah. that before. I said 100%. Because I mean, I say when you're, when you're feeding at your lowest and you just think, and it's a quick fix, isn't it? 100%. I think, um, I think I'll be lying I think there's only two reasons that kind of have stopped me when I get to my lowest, like even say like, well, like we were talking about like, I don't know, like three, two, three weeks ago, maybe I I had some really, really low days. I think if it wasn't for the fact that A, I don't want to have the panic attacks again. And I have a feeling that if I took something like that, it'd just Mm. proper take me back and it'd just give me panic attacks again. And then it'll be a vicious cycle and I'll suffer with them for years again. And just being harder to get. Like back then I had friends and like say I knew how ways to get it where now it'd be like, I, I wouldn't know where yeah. to turn. Which, and I mean, that's good. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because if I started to hang around with people that were into that type of thing again, who knows where I could be? Because you get, so I think when you get really low or really anxious, you just despair and you just want anything to make it stop. Anything, like, it's so difficult. I get it, I get it. I mean, I, I almost think as well, so I take two forms of medication uh, at the moment um, I can't remember either, either of the names as, um, Mitazepam I think is one that I'm mm. on and then I've recently been prescribed another one for my anxiety so I take two at night um, and I think almost in a way not addicted to them but I know when You're not I've missed a couple of days or because one thing I'm really bad at is taking the prescription down to get it, you know, it only takes a day to turn it around, say, but mm. I then will have three or four days where I've not taken them, and I can feel myself, and even to stage where Joe will go to me, you've not taken your medication, have you? Mm. Which is a little bit scary in some ways, because I don't want to be reliant on this mm. medication forever. I mean, I've been taking medication probably on and off for 
probably t- over 10 years. Um, but more consistency, probably the last 18 months has just been, you know, without little bits here and there where I've forgotten, you know. Um, but I don't want to be reliant on mm. that. And at the moment, I almost feel like I am reliant on that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know what, I know they, I mean, they always say not to go cold turkey, so they will yeah. sort of wind you off it. But it, that is quite, it's quite scary to think, you know, shit, I could well need this for mm. forever. Um, so, yeah. I, I but do you really feel it helps? You feel like you're 100%, a lot better? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I think, I don't, and maybe some of it, listening to sound stupid, maybe some of it is in my head. Maybe if they just gave me a, box that said Matana Pan and it yeah. was just tic tacs you know and you were in your head thinking oh I'm taking this medication so maybe some of it is in my head but I do feel like I sleep better when I take what I'm taking mm. um, and then I've been taking oh no this is quite fun actually so I opened up the drawer the other day and pulled what I thought my tablets were and I realised that for the last three nights I've been taking Joe's anti-sickness tablets. Not by once my anxiety, which probably explained last week why my anxiety was uh, through the roof. Um, but I bet you didn't feel sick. <laughs> no, no. I just said, "What are you doing in my side?" Not my, know, not Joe's side. My side, but I'm saying you're just leaning in, taking whatever's mm-hmm. in there and taking them. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. It's a good job it's just them as well. Well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, I wouldn't say addicted to them, but there is part of me that thinks at some point I've got to stop taking them and, and mm. find, I suppose, another way to, yeah, to, to, to just, I can't, I just don't want to be reliant on them forever. Maybe, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I actually don't have massive amounts of experience with antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds. I have had them, but it's been so long, I can't even remember. But, like... Maybe you could either speak to doctors about it and say yeah. like, or maybe try and do some non-medicinal things now while you're on them. Yeah. Start doing stuff like that Yeah. to help. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you are with the CBT and stuff, but yeah, because yeah, I suppose that must be a bit scary. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, I just don't want to just become reliant on them. You know, I don't, the idea is why sort of this time, sort of next year, like I'm not on any form of medication. Mm. But the first thing you do, and I get it, like if I went at the doctors and say, which I did do recently, you know, like I'm struggling, they just up the dose and up the dose. Yeah. And I'm now on the highest dose that I can be on for this. And they're like, well, we'll just change what you're on. And I don't know what your experience is with uh, medication, but... I've been on like everything. I've tried everything, and this is the only one that doesn't make me feel like I need to be sick or feel like. I remember them just making me feel like I wasn't myself yeah. when I used to do them, which I didn't like. It was like I felt it's strange because I felt happier, but that it was not me that was experiencing happy. That sounds that might sound really yeah, weird. It's kind of like I was watching myself be happier, but in right deep down inside. I I still the only way that I can, I was on. I can't remember form what medication it was, but it literally made me feel. Like I was smoking weed, like the, the mm. first time we went to Amsterdam, oh, yeah. where I mean, you all remember the first time we went to Amsterdam, mm. and I thought, 
I, it was literally like something in between as I thought I was in this massive bubble and my feet were on fire and I know white Eden got carried back to the yeah, hotel yeah. room but like that sort of initial it almost feel like you're in this like protective bubble mm-hmm. and that's the only way that I could describe the first load of medication that I took that's how it made me feel yeah um, I'd take it and then would lay on the bed for an hour underneath the covers because I feel so spaced out mm. and drained, drowsy, which if you want, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, also, it. you know, when you've got a job and you need to, you can't be doing that. But no, by this time next year, I want to be off all sorts of medication. Um, but I've got to do something about my anxiety. My anxiety at the moment is actually worse than the depression side of things. And I know they come hand in hand, but my anxiety recently is just just ridiculous right? especially more the last week or two um, yeah mm, that's sad too but would you would you ever do it would you touch it again like if, you, if you're if on a night out now would, is there ever that temptation to go no I, I really don't I really don't think I would I say the only times I've, I've been tempted has been when I've been down like when like, and I mean like really down like yeah. not just a bit but when I've been like oh my god I need to get out of my head I've been tempted, but, and maybe like, like I've done weed since quite, now you've come yeah. to mention how that makes you think. I was saying earlier, when was the last time you did something to get high? But, but I know I'm so familiar with the feeling of being on cannabis yeah. that I, I can be really good. And to be fair, I'd, I've been Amsterdam four times now and I think I only did weed on the first two. So I've been twice without even touching yeah. it. Yeah. We were going to the last time I was there, like in uh, June, when Dean met up for me. When I went on that trip, we were going to do something. We ended up not doing it. And I, was, I, I could okay imagine Dean hiring me. <laughs> um, I think we're quite lucky as well. Like with our friendship group, like none of us really. That's true. No, like, we don't. Unless we go to Amsterdam, like no one really touches it. I think that's probably a positive side of it as well. Definitely, and I think that's the thing as well, is you have to be careful of stuff like that. It's like if you if you're an alcoholic, say, like you know it's gonna do you no good whatsoever hanging around people that mm-hmm. massively drink. Yeah. Like if I if I had an issue of alcohol now I, this is going to sound really bad to our friendship group actually after <laughs> me saying after you being positive, but like just being serious, like I think I'd have to have like a, a sit down conversation with everyone and be like, look I'm not properly drinking, but like yeah. initially, obviously, because because to be fair, like we've got friends that don't drink at all, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think people pressure them. No, but no. I think when you, but I think they were people who never like massively drank in the first place. I think when you, as somebody that you know, like everyone knows that I like a drink. If I suddenly was like, yeah, I'm not having a drink for a couple of months, people might be like, what? And they'll be like, come on, come out yeah. and get pissed. Yeah. So I'd have to have like, either just not hang around with anyone, or I'd have to have that sit down conversation. Like, support right. me, please, guys, because um, I want to do this. Yeah, a hundred percent right. Like, I know that. Yeah, even like yesterday, going to watch Iron play, wait for a beer afterwards. If I sat down with a coke or water. Mm-hmm. Or even on the Sunday, if I go and watch Super Sunday and I sat down with a Coke, the looks I would get mm. was if I had just gone and pissed on someone. And yeah. it would be, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Almost like, like I've offended them by not mm. having a drink, which is just mad, really. It is, an but, un- but I don't think it's like, I don't think it's people being assholes or whatever. Or, or no, like, I know, because no. I think it's just like, it's I don't know. It's a so, drinking's a social thing, isn't it? Is, it's yeah, such yeah. a social thing. Like, and you want everyone to have a good time. Like, if I'm ever saying to someone like, "Oh, come on, come out and drink," it's like it's never like a, 
you know, it's always like, I want you to have a good time. Mm-hmm. We'll probably, I think we'll have a better time if we're both drinking, yeah. even though chances are one person will just get absolutely hammered and yeah. the other one will just have to look after them. <laughs> so actually... We'll find that out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll when go. we're at the, bre- the bottom. Yeah, but you gonna... find that if two of you go out drinking, one's going to drink and be okay and the other one's going to be hammered we could do a bottomless brunch and maybe do a live podcast and it could just be we could do crying at the end in TGIs (laughs) we could do a little live stream just on the phones I think it'd be funny um yeah, I'm not sure how the, the person settling us would be if they came over and li- live streaming and we're both in tears we've done it before haven't we oh in uh, tears yeah, yeah. that would different um I've completely lost my train of thought now but yeah yeah it's not meant to be a comedy podcast come on but like drinking like yeah, I do feel, and, and I've got like a friend who, until very recently, he just came out one night and said, "I'm not, I'm not drinking now." And he got, I wouldn't say grief, but that's not the right thing to say. But it would be, what do you mean you're not drinking? Mm. But you respect why because he struggles with his mental health as well, and mm-hmm. he went nine months and didn't touch drop. And he said it was the best thing that he ever done. His anxiety yeah. dropped. His his mood swings weren't as bad. And I think there's definitely, of course there is, there's, a, mm. there's something behind it. And like you say, that almost always chasing that high. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. About, you know, even on Friday, you know, I had four or five beers, but I felt almost more comfortable. Do you know what I mean? I had a beer mm. and I almost felt, yeah, and can, always more relaxed, which is sad as well, really. Because... Mm. I should just really just start on a Friday night like that, maybe just because I mean you were drinking Red Bull. Um, yeah. Um, but I suppose people are addicted to that as well, like caffeine. Like, I know that. Oh, 100%. That we've got friends who drink like five or six cans of Monster a day. Mm. And the thing is, as well, like even, like, I mean, caffeine can be addictive, but even if it's not that, I think it's just like you can just be addicted to the habit, can't mm-hmm. you? Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, like even if it was. I don't know, like Pepsi, like Pepsi Max. <laughs> but like you yeah. can you can have an addiction. I mean, I suppose that does have caffeine, but you know what I mean? You can just, it's just you get addicted to habits as well as stuff that just really makes you feel good. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, it's hard. It's, it's, I don't know. I just feel like, I genuinely feel like anything can be addictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's, like, it's also as well, like going back to like alcohol, it's just a British culture. Like, yeah, like yeah, true. we are just a country of pissheads, let's be honest. Like, we yeah. are. Um, when I said to you on Friday when we were, we were out, then people went and sat on the dance floor. I can't remember what the song was. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I just yeah. said to you, like, only the British would go and sit on the pub yeah, floor yeah. on a in half past eight on a Friday to, yeah, whatever the song was. Um, but I think even that, like, I think I'm always like, addicted to being, like, around people mm. and being being busy and that's again what we, we keep going back to is chasing that next thing you know mm-hmm. even this week will be what am I doing during the week so, you know Monday I'm playing football Wednesday potentially wins you know then Saturday this Sunday this like week are and it's almost if you look at our, my calendar it's almost the next thing the next yeah. thing the next thing I think even that's an addictive trait. Just yeah. So you, do you remember you touched on it um, last week, the week before, about when, like, with this, how you just mind was just obsessed yeah. about the podcast. Yeah. Like, I get that. Like my thing is, I will obsess about something like that for like a few weeks, and I'll be over it, and then I'll be moved on to the next mm-hmm. thing. Like, not not saying I'll be over this, and mm-hmm. I want to yeah. do it, but the obsessive stage, like 
I remember I did it a little while ago. I sat there and I thought, right, I want to like eventually get to the point where I can like do a job that I kind of want to do and maybe work for myself. So I started being like, right, I'm going to learn coding alongside like work or whatever. I'm yeah. just going to hour or two every night says we're on Facebook. I'm going to learn coding and stuff. And I was like obsessed with it. Like every minute of every day that I had spare, I was like learning's code but it lasted about three weeks and then i hit this oh, i just kind of move on somehow it's like i don't consciously think of it but i find yes, it i've done it before we're learning languages i'll be obsessed with like learning the language yeah, yeah, yeah i did it with french i literally and i think it did last about three months actually where i was like spending hours a day outside like after work learning french but then something just turns and yeah, yeah i would say as well one. like even with like I, I for some reason turned around to, three or four weeks ago I thought oh, I'm going to learn German don't know why just wake up one day and decided that uh, I, I want to learn another language and it lasted about a week mm. and then I just haven't bothered since and then it's about you know I'm going to work loads of overtime and earn loads, loads of extra money and then that lasted about a week and then it was the podcast and the first week we were doing this it was sharing stuff and inviting people and polling and blah blah and then again I wouldn't say that I'm over it, but that sort of, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, takes a less important role and then it's yeah. the next thing and then it's just, rather than stuff that I should be focused on, like painting and nursery, which I just keep putting off. <laughs> <laughs> just keep, I don't know. But maybe that's what it is. Maybe like we do these things where we assess about other stuff to take away from the things that we should yeah. be doing. Both like literally should be doing like yeah. physically, like you paying the nursery. <laughs> but also like mentally. Yeah. Like maybe like instead of me being like, right, I need to sit down and or like you, you say about how bad your anxiety is, like we we both need to sit down, not necessarily together, but like and think about why we feel anxious and maybe do something about it. Instead we're like well, no, let's concentrate on learning German for a week, actually. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Not, obviously, we don't think of it like that. It's subconscious, but we're like, anything to stop us thinking about the real work we've got to do. Either yeah. literal and, physical work. Or and what I do, I run away from... I just run away from it. So whether or not it's, uh, you know, me and Joe have had an argument and she wants to talk about it, I will just try and run away from it. Whether mm-hmm. or not it's um, remortgaging, or we just remortgage, and it's, as we probably asked for everyone, it's fucking ridiculous now mm. um but just ignore it if i ignore it it's not happening you yeah. know and shows that well we need to be you know, we are, we're, we're sort out we're sort out and almost that if i run away it's not ha- i know it's gonna happen you can't run away from it it's mm. gonna happen but just ignore it pretend it's not happening and hopefully it will go away it's not gonna go away yeah. um and i think that's something that i know, I know that i do it. even even something could work like you know again going back to when i was doing that man the manager's role you know, if I just ignore it and pretend it will go away and it doesn't and it always catches up with you. Yeah. Always catches up. I think that's why, like, when you were saying before about me when I went to Europe and you were saying, like, how you thought it was brave and I said about it actually being me and running away is that I genuinely think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think work was getting to a point where I was, like, it was really stale. I'd been there, what, 12 years, 13 years nearly? 13 years nearly. Um, and... I just got to a point in my life where I was just like, I really wanted to sort of run away. And I think that's why I felt so down when I come back is because, and I didn't initially, I first come back feeling really good and refreshed, obviously, and felt like I'd done a lot of like inside work. Um, But then eventually it hits you and you say like, right, I'm back from my trip for a month. I spent shit loads of money that I've now got to make back. I haven't got a job, which I thought would be easy, you know. Anyone will take me on, but no, I was unemployed for what, like 
and a month nearly going on two. Mm. Um, and that's the thing as well. Like I was thinking this when you were saying about the plans. Do you also find that you, I don't know if you're anything like me and you've been with your job a little while now, but like you sometimes make plans as well just so you've got something that's forward yeah, to after you've done crap 100%, stuff. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because I'm thinking that this week. Like we were saying about doing wings and stuff, like my mind is now so excited about us going out for food because I'm starting a new job tomorrow. Yeah. So it's like, however hard my new job is and You've however scared I am of going, because I'm not going to lie to you, I'm so nervous about stuff like this, like starting new jobs, meeting new people, like I'm petrified of tomorrow. I'm going to be sitting there tonight, like absolutely scared shitless. Which um, surprises me because you're quite good at like... Like in terms of like, t- like talking to new people, you think? Doing. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think so. I'm terrible. I, mean, I suppose it's different for me because I've had oh god, England is not another wicket of cricket. Are you watching the cricket? <laughs> 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 I've got it. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is where his attention is. But um, I suppose it's different for me because I've had more jobs than hot dinners. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've had so especially when I sort of left Asda, I sort of had like three jobs in like three years. I suppose it's a bit different. Like. You don't. Like, I know you said before that like, job interviews. If you hate, job interviews, uh, near nearly have panic. Yeah, and again, that's weird, isn't it? Because that doesn't bother you. Yeah, no, I remember you saying uh, it. Just doesn't. I just think because I just go in there and just do what I'm good at, which is just talk shit. Um, yeah. But going back to where, like, so you said like, a job. One thing that like, I can't be careful what I say. I've done <laughs> is just if I've had a shit day, just start applying for stupid stuff. Like, just for. Every, anything and anything and then when you get a phone call you're like oh you applied for this job and you're like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I did but uh, do you know what like I don't actually you know what was he saying no, 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 no. when well, you're coming for an interview yeah yeah let me I'll get back to you and then just mm-hmm. like block the number and I think like the amount of times that I've done that like, yeah. you know, pissed off the other week and you look at it and apply for like 50 jobs in an afternoon you look at it and you think like, I don't want to do like I don't want to be yeah. made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I keep saying, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. Like, I think it's your <laughs> way forward. Like, like, I don't blame anyone um, that does that. But, Fair play. But yeah, like, like even that is just almost chasing that next thing. Do you yeah, know what I mean? thinking like, the grass is greener. Yeah. Like, I'll sod this, I'll go to another yeah, job. Yeah, and, and you know, as much as like, I don't always enjoy my job, like, there are worse jobs out there. There are worse jobs out 100%. there. 100%. You know, um... And it is, well, you know, I, I think it, part of it is almost maybe being a bit too comfortable just going through the motions. Yeah. I think I almost chase that. I almost like, I almost like the excitement of a new job, you know what I mean? Mm. The learning it and then, but within, I suppose if you can do that, you'd be moving jobs every six weeks because yeah, I, I think every it. job's mundane, no matter what you're doing, every job's mundane, isn't it? That's the thing as well, I mean, you always want that. I mean, obviously money is a great motivator if you, if you need more money and stuff, but other than that, like, you're all, unless you're doing something you really are passionate about, they do say like that phrase, what is it? If you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. But outside of that, like, you're never going to be satisfied in your job no. because it's work. Well, I mean, hopefully this takes off and we can be full time. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, if we were doing that, I could do this for a living um, once a week. Yeah, you know, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, any companies want to come sponsor us as well for some more equipment? That'd give, be give us some money. Show this little plug there. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think even like from that side of things, you know, I suppose like, I call it like an addictive personality where. I know other people who are quite comfortably enjoy their own company and 
actually, yeah, just happy just going through life. And I, and I admire people like that. You know, I've got yeah. people, you know, I could not, it might be different, or it will be different when the baby comes, but I can't sit in Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. I just can't do it. Mm. Um, whereas I've got other mates who will go to me, you're always out doing something. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, they're, and they're quite happy just to do that. And that's fair play to them. Like, we're just different in that terms of things. See, I think I'll end up being more... Now I've got a job of weekends off, I think I'll end up being like you because I'm not going to be doing anything during the week. I think I'm going to be ramming yeah. my weekends now. Yeah, and even, like I say, like, I've stopped playing football, but, like, you know, the weekends that I've not gone to... I've not worked, I've gone to watch. Mm. Which is... Great. I, 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 I said to you last week, I didn't realise, or didn't think I missed it as much as mm. I thought I would. I think being around it yesterday was part of Made it. Made miss like, it. Like, I do yeah. miss it. It's just, it's hard, isn't it? I, mean, I don't miss it. It was cold. I don't like being cold. But I mean, <laughs> being around everyone and seeing everyone, I thought, maybe I do miss this as much, mm. as much as I thought. And, but again, it's not even the football side of it. It's just the being around people. That side of thing. I think that's maybe why I struggle in my job sometimes because sometimes I can be on my own for like yeah. eight hours. And again, for a man who doesn't like his own company, that's probably not yeah the, the best either. Mm. Do you think as well sometimes like change can trigger yours off? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I was just thinking, like you're saying, obviously, even just stopping football could be such a big change for you yeah. why it could have sparked your anxiety quite a bad because it's like something again that was like a habit almost for mm. you like a routine and yeah. it's suddenly gone yeah and even stuff like we have argued all the time like being on time so like I, if I say that like, I'm going to be somewhere at four o'clock and then the planes the plans change and it's half four that just sends me off mm. on a like no, I get you. You know, and even like waiting to go out, like I hate yeah, sitting yeah, there yeah, and then yeah. waiting to go out. Like I'd mm-hmm. rather it be like going and go straight away. Do you know what yeah. I like? No, I get that. I, I, th- I think as well, it's like for me, it's like the excitement of wanting to be there. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. like I finished dinner and then I have two and a half hours to go out. Oh God, I just want to be there. Yeah. Thinking yeah. again that this magic going out is going to change everything, make me really yeah. happy. Yeah. So I think. You know, we, we touched on it last week you said about when was the last time that like, you just went out and just went out for a walk. Um, so I went and took the dogs out yesterday and actually went somewhere different with them. And yeah, for that half an hour, 40 minutes, I sort of felt quite quite zen and quite yeah. relaxed. And then I got back and then it was, well, what am I going to do now? You know, because Joe was out doing whatever. Um, and we're going to sit down and just chill out no no let's go and watch the football mm. um, and even like last night like nearly came to see you I, I was almost like oh, right, I'm going to go out and then tomorrow morning I'm going to get up and do this and then I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this and then it's Monday again mm. um, and already in my head you know, I know that Monday after work I play football Wednesday we're going to go out Friday we're doing this Saturday I've got a party and then it's boom another week down. and it's just again just that constant constantly moving so you don't have to sit still with your own thoughts yeah yeah which is um I do get it yeah it's horrible it's it's I think it's just so hard sometimes just sit with your own thoughts because I say like like 
I think you've even said as well, like, I'm somebody who enjoys my own company. It's like, I do, but I have to also be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, I sometimes really struggle to be on my own. Because even if you're out on a walk, like you said before, like, you've got music or yeah. you're really intentively listening to, like, um, I don't know, what's going on, the wind and the birds, and yeah, you always have to have something in your senses. Yeah, to, like, but even when I've had nine to ten, I've had a walk, I will end up ringing mm. someone. on the, Even then, because it's just... If I listen to a podcast, friends of mine podcast on Spotify and <laughs> Podbean, um, uh, or but you know, listen to a podcast, I'm not really listening to it. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, so I'll ring Neil or I'll ring Liam or I'll ring whoever else. Just to, even then, on that, and Charlie would say like, just take half an hour to yourself. But I just, do you know what I think you should do? I think you should go on one of these retreats where you don't have a phone, TV, or anything. <laughs> yeah. Just just a book in nature. Just you. Yeah. I think you never know, man. Well, maybe. Yeah. It'll probably be agonising, though. I bet it'll be... Like, it would for me. Like, I mean, I suppose you could argue I did kind of did similar when I went away, away on my own, but I didn't because I had my phone, I had yeah. TV. I had, but, like, just go somewhere, like a a hut somewhere. Yeah. Just be... I bet it'll be agonising at first and I'm then... Not, not sure Joe would be impressed with that, mate. You know, no, maybe wait. Frankly, yeah. like, disappear. Maybe, maybe wait 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. If you go into <laughs> labour, send a pigeon. And, uh, I'll yeah, maybe wait a little while. Um, but no, I definitely, like... I think like, I, I put a lot of the, like, it down to social media. Like, that's mm. like, another thing as well where... Even, like, WhatsApp, like, I've... Probably if it's like, I just need to delete WhatsApp because the amount of group chats that you're in and people just and people it's very invasive as well, isn't it? Because like people with it can see when you were last online mm. and see whether you not you read their message. But I'm also the worst at it because I'll message someone and for example Joe's got it, so you can't see whether she's read it or not, and I'm like Yeah. Are you ignoring me or not? Yeah, Do you know yeah, yeah. What? And it's mad. Whereas if you send a text message, like, do you ever find yourself like looking at WhatsApp just to see if you've like missed a message? Like, yeah. I just hate myself when I do yeah. that. I just think you sad gear. Like yeah. I'll literally be like, oh, maybe I have had a notification come through and I didn't see it. Let's see if anyone wants to talk to me. Oh no, they don't. Everyone yeah. must hate me. And, I, and even I do that. I've messaged someone. I will look at it and go, bastard's been online. He's not replied yeah, to me. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Mad as well, like. I'm about to knock your throat for ten, mate. Honestly, honestly, I was thinking of doing that. I know a friend who did that actually. I'm not quite sure how long they did it for, but they like. I think they still had the smartphone, but brought like another cheap phone just so when they were like out the house, they'd just have the cheap phones. They weren't constantly like on their phone or whatever. Or I might have got that vice versa, but I don't think it's sad as well. Like how many times, and I'm guilty for it. You know, we all go out for a meal as a group of friends mm. and. You look, and all of us will be sat there. Yeah, that's something our, I'm really trying to do. I think that, you know, we just need to take the time to be with the person. Yeah. And even like, I <laughs> I go, one of the things that like a pet hate of Jazz, we'll be watching a film and she'll be on TikTok. Mm. Like, just watch the film, enjoy the moment. And I'm guilty for it. So yeah, enjoy the moment. Well. You know, like watching the football or watching whatever else and I'll be scrolling through yeah. not actually watching it and then I wonder why I can't work out you know, what's happened it's yeah. just it just grabs our attention doesn't it it's like we were saying before it's just like you're not in the moment when you're doing yeah. that you're just your mind somewhere else every time you're on your phone your mind somewhere else it's mm-hmm. either in like a future conversation with somebody or a past conversation or 
on TikTok, you know, just scrolling. I think um, I think one thing I need to do is learn to learn to live for the moment because the moment will be gone before you realise it. I'm telling you, man, I think next podcast we should do a little uh, guided meditation yeah. for for you and obviously the people that listen people to it. Listen. Or we'll do it right at the end so they can be like, <laughs> <"Sock this." laughs> yeah, turn it off. yeah, but then they got the choice. Well, you know, they don't have to like try and skip it and find um, where to. I know you put some comment on the Instagram before, but if anybody has got anything they want to want to say and want to ask, and it's all anonymous unless you want us to read your name out, then it's all anonymous. Um, yeah, send it because yeah. and then if people want to come on, we need to buy another microphone, I suppose, before we have people on. But I know that Aaron wants to come on, so we will try and arrange a date for him to come on. Yeah. Um, He's quite keen to do it, so get him on. But anyone else wants to come on as well, let us know. And we're, yeah, we'll, arrange, we'll arrange a date. Yeah, literally just send in a message. You can say whether you want your name read out. It can be a question. It can be a story. It can be anything. Just yeah. I give think us it some more material. Yeah, and if people, <laughs> people interact as well, it might be their way of expressing what they're going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. And like hearing their story being put out there, even if they're not there to discuss it one on many and anonymous, it's still can be quite cathartic, I'd imagine. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So I think that might be a good place to leave it. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. flew by again. So thank you very much for listening. I'm going to to you. We've got an intruder. Oh, have we? Yeah. Oh, we'll definitely better go there. <laughs> sort All them right. out. All right. All right. Yeah. Good speaking to you again. Right, See you in a bit.